Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Just a note, this podcast occasionally contains strong language and ambient sirens. You're listening to City of Ghosts. An audio series presented by Storytellers Inc., created by Karina Green and Ryan Patch. I feel like shit. No, late last night? You know me better than that. Oh, so, uh, partying with your imaginary friends? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, your, your tapes are done, so just bring the other half of the payment when you come pick them up. Was anything salvageable? I am not actually a miracle worker, but I did manage to recover some stuff. Some? And you're still charging me double? Just be glad I got anything off of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I'll be by later. Calm down, I'll feed you in a second. Oh, fuck. Okay. What, Talia? Hi, Tier 2. I'm a little busy right now. Can this argument wait? What makes you think it's going to be an argument? Precedent. Ah, very funny. Am I wrong? I actually called to ask for your help. Well, this must be hard for you. A friend just lost her mother, and now she's feuding with her sister over the inheritance. No one can figure out where the mother put the will. She found out my sister is a private investigator and won't leave me alone. I told her you mostly just do cheating congressmen, but they insisted on an introduction. Oh, stop. You're making me blush. Look, it'll probably amount to nothing, but it's just one afternoon. They pay, and hopefully they will stop bugging me about it. And what exactly are you getting out of this? Nothing. I'm just trying to be kind to a friend who lost a parent. We know what that's like. Hmm. All right, I'm taking that as a yes. Meet you there this afternoon. I'll text you the address. Fine. Thank you. Wow, you look like shit, too. Oh, sweet nothings. Mm. Why did I ever let you go? I transferred the salvageable stuff onto some new cassettes. It wasn't much, but I can guarantee it's the best you're going to get. And here's the other half, as demanded. Thank you for your business. Stop by any time. Sure. You know, if you hate working with me that much, you could always try to get Carlos to lift the ban. 
It still wasn't my fault. Bye, Max. All right, Sahar. What were you investigating? I've been thinking about the revolution again lately. I remember watching Cinema Rex burn on the television and how my aunts and uncles started talking even more seriously about leaving the country before the violence escalated and we ended up on the wrong side of the revolution. I have lived longer in America now than I ever spent in Iran. Some of my memories of Tehran remain vivid, but many have been blurred into almost nothingness by the passage of time. That change has made my family cling desperately to the past, to the ghosts and echoes of who we used to be in a country that no longer exists. Not even Masood is exempt from it. Even as he has built himself a whole new empire here, I worry about him too. America has its own brand of corruption. I don't want him to end up like all the other rich and powerful monsters in this city. I don't want to end up investigating him one day. What's up? When are you checking out the inspection company? Someone's pushy. Someone's bored and curious. Apartment building mysteriously burns down and a reporter turns up dead? Come on, don't tell me you're not interested too. I have to help my sister with something. That's more important than a murder investigation? The inspection company will still be there. I'll check it out after I'm done. And what exactly are you helping with? A lost will. Will to what, live? No. Well, I guess. A dying will. There's a lot of money involved. Ah, pride. Revenge. Money. Powerful motivators. Call me when you're done it. You're late. By what? Five minutes? Fifteen. I had some business to take care of. Are we going in? It's freezing out here. Wait, wait. wait. What? Just... Please be polite. Oh, I see. You're worried about me jeopardizing this important social connection. Eleanor. Hey, you asked me to do this job. They are my friends from synagogue, and they really wanted someone from the community for this job to keep it discreet. And I was hoping my sister would understand and not go out of her way to alienate my, quote, important social connections. Fine. Try my best not to embarrass you. Thank you. What is that? Ugh, I don't know, some sort of chihuahua mix. It's possessed. One time it barked so much it set off the home alarm. But their mother, Loved that dog, so to you, he is rambunctious. Oh, yeah, so good to see you. Come in, come in. Don't mind Teddy the Hellion. Alice is putting him away. Right, Alice? One moment. Talia, thank you so much for coming. I told Anne that we needed outside help with this. And you must be Eleanor. That's a fascinating tattoo. Call me Elle. And it's a raven. It symbolizes death. Elle. Oh, how charming. It's nice to meet you too, Elle. I've been saying for ages that we should bring in someone to help with this. I see. And How about we sit? Right, of course. This way. 
Please take a seat. Oh, and don't mind all the dust covers. My mother was a bit obsessed with cleanliness, and we had so many guests come through for Shiva, we didn't want anything too disturbed. Your mother had a lovely home. It's very red. It was her favorite color. She said it symbolizes power. Yeah, it's definitely overpowering. <clears throat> Ow. Oh, where are my manners? I'll get some refreshments. I'll handle that. What Anne will not tell you is that her and our mother had a falling out years ago and mom's hated her ever since. Mm. She wouldn't have included her at all, let alone left her everything. And it's preposterous for her to presume otherwise, but she just... Here we go. Coffee, tea. Oh, tea, please. Oh, coffee would be great. I had a bit of a night last night. Oh, my God. Oh, well then. Anne, you forgot the milk. Oh, that's fine. Really? I'll be right back. Look. I don't know if Alice just gave you the song and dance about how I had a falling out with our mother, um, but whatever she told you was a lie. She's the one that had a falling out. Mom, however... What kind of lies are you telling our guests, Anne? Oh, please, they're hardly lies. You hated Mom, and she hated you. Why do you think she hid the will? How dare you? Do you think she hid it here, in this house? It's a possibility. Our lawyers are insisting that she probably didn't draft a will at all. We've been through all her papers and everything her lawyer has, and... Nothing. They think that meant that Mom wanted all her money split equally amongst the family. But that's impossible. She hated Alice too much for that. Hated you, you mean? No. Ever since the chafing dish, Mom chafing wouldn't stop dish, talking please. about how... Let's not forget about that time in Montserrat, Anne. <clears throat> anyway, she must have hidden it. It's the only logical explanation. She was always arguing with her lawyer. Never liked doing things the traditional way, either. Sorry, do you mind if I use your bathroom? Of course, dear. It's, it's down the hall. Great. I'll be right back. I can't believe the nerve of you calling me a liar in front of... We're lying. What else was I supposed to do? Jesus Christ. All right. Let's see if we can get this to work. Hello? Are you there? I really need to talk to you. It's important. It's about your daughters. Please. Yeah. It's it's important. Really, I mean it. I I wouldn't be bugging you if it wasn't. Okay. Um I'm, I'm just here to ask you about your will. Get out. I, I, or, or you could just talk to me. Get out! Whoa, okay, okay. All right, I'm going, I'm going. Everything all right, dear? Yes. Do you have the number for your mother's lawyer? I'd like to talk to him. Do some more digging on my own. Of course. Here's his phone number, Greg Fazio. I'm afraid he might not be of much help. Mom only went to him if she had to. And our own lawyers have been meeting with him for weeks. But if you find anything, let me know. Let us know. Thanks. Talia has my number. Call me if you need anything. Got it. Thank you, Eleanor. And Talia, 
We must do lunch soon. Yes, we should. I'm free next week if you have time. Of course, of course, I'll let you know. You're actually going to investigate this? Isn't that what you wanted me to do? Uh, yes, I, but I didn't think you would actually take me up on it. I thought you'd do a cursory visit and then tell them you couldn't help. I'm full of surprises. We'll just, I don't know, tread carefully here. As you can tell, the situation is precarious, and I don't want to offend either of them if I can help it. Don't worry, Tal. I'll find the will, get paid, and you'll have even more social clout. Everyone wins. Why won't you help me? Why won't you listen to me? Okay, I'm getting off the subway in Brooklyn now. The inspection office is a few blocks away. How are the charmed powers now that you've recklessly decided to stop taking your medication? We don't know for sure if that's what they are, remember? But I thought I'd give them a try with this other job I'm working on. And? Nothing. But I think I heard something on the train. What? Nothing exciting, just what sounded kind of like a woman screaming. But this time it felt like I could almost see her. What are you talking about? That's very exciting. If you say so. Okay, I'm turning on to 36 from 4th Ave. It should be, like, halfway to 3rd. Oh, maybe you'll get to meet the guy who jumped off the bridge last week. I doubt it. You need to work on your optimism. Okay, I'm here. Shit. What? Closed indefinitely due to tragic personal circumstances. Apologies for the inconvenience. Great. There's always his personal address. You have that? You don't? I am not breaking and entering. Not after the thing with the litigious nudist. See if you can get us inside another way. Come on, seriously? You're no fun. Fine. I'll see if I can find a business partner. I really don't think it's fair that I'm still doing all the work here. If you want to try to dig up a missing will, we can trade places. Still on that job? Gonna talk to the lawyer next. What's his name? Greg Fazio. Why, you got dirt on him just lying around? He's a lawyer, so probably. Just have to check. Ah, Greg Fazio, partner at Fazio and Cohen. Also has a bi-monthly appointment at what is definitely a sex club. Weirdly enough, his wife isn't invited along. You got proof on him actually being there? Please, I'll email you pictures. You went to a sex club? I can't even handle a train. A sex club? I have people for that. Pick up at our favorite photo lab in two hours. <laughs> Greg Fazio? I'm Elle Rifkin. I'd like to meet with you about a client of yours, Marion Walcott. Her daughter's hired me to look into her will. I'm afraid it's urgent. I can come to your office tomorrow if... Central Park? Fine. Bethesda Terrace, as early as you can. Seven's fine. See you there. I want to end up investing.
I've always been surrounded by family. When we first moved to America, fleeing all that madness back home, we all crammed together in a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> two aunts, two uncles, and six children stacked on top of each other. We disperse, but only so far. Every decision must be presented for advice and opinions from aunts and uncles and grandparents and Baba Bozorg June and Mom Bozorg June <laughs> before they passed. Never just me. All the fights we had when I said I wanted to study journalism. Looking back, I was headstrong and perhaps too stubborn. I would like to think I'm wiser now. I made my apologies, but I don't regret my choices. In Iran, I watched the country break and change, becoming something I still struggle to recognize. I learned how fragile democracy and freedom can be. Someone has to watch our institutions and our leaders and the corporations who all insist they have our best interest at heart. <sighs> I think my family finally understands this passion of mine. They're proud, they tell me often. They call me anytime they see my byline in the paper. <sighs> All of them, except Masood. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Miss Rifkin? Just Al, Greg. Right. Interesting choice for a meeting place. Too embarrassed to let me show up at your office? Or too paranoid? Let's just say your reputation precedes you, L. Though I was surprised the Walcott sisters would be the clients that precipitated our meeting. I'm expanding my resume. Well, you're also wasting your time. There is no will, which I've already told both of them numerous times. Hmm. Well, they seem to think you're lying. I'm not. There is no will. Are you sure you're not lying? Because I'd hate for these pictures to land in the wrong hands for nothing. Like... Your wife's? Oh, I was wondering if that's where this was going. I just want to confirm this is you, correct? It's hard to tell with the muzzle on your face and the uh, puppy I'm not ears, lying. But... Marion Walcott called to ask some legal questions, but I never drafted a will for her. If one exists, it's not with my office. If you don't believe me, I'm Thank perfectly... you for your honesty, Greg. Here. You didn't have to resort to blackmail. <laughs> 
A precaution, like meeting in a park. See you later. Do you need a lawyer present to sign a will? Hello to you too, I'm doing great, thanks for asking. You planning on dying soon? So you don't know? No, you don't need a lawyer present, you just need two witnesses. Don't you dare leave me that goddamn cat of yours. And if I'm gonna be offering legal advice now, can we talk about upping my compensation? You're the one who called me. Right. I have news about the business partner. That was fast. It's not good news. He booked a one-way ticket to the Caribbean right after Joe's death. Damn it. I didn't know building inspection set you up for a life of luxury. You know it doesn't. Just why you gotta go over there and get in there. Jesus, fine. I'll head over there tonight. Yay! You don't have to sound so excited. What? You know I live vicariously through you. Trust me, he wasn't lying. He doesn't have your mother's will. That seems absurd. Are you sure he wasn't lying? Positive. Mom had to have had a will, though. She wouldn't have died without making sure her affairs are in order. Do you mind if I search the house? Of course. The maid should be cleaning between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. tomorrow. She can let you in. And I took the little demon dog home with me so you won't be disturbed. Please, let me know if you find anything. And you have my number if you have any questions. Okay, thanks. Okay, tomorrow, search the Walcott sisters' house between 10 and 2. And for now, it's time to go see Joe in Nassau County. Also, note to self, never try to solve a murder ever again, especially one that involves so much breaking and entering. Definitely looks abandoned. Doesn't seem to be any kind of alarm either. Must be a back door. Okay, up and over. Easy enough. Hey, Gus! What are you doing here? Oh, I. I you I'm, try to steal something? I'm. If you do. I called the police. Uh, oh, no, no. I, I'm a relative of Joe's, but I just forgot my key. Family? I don't think so. I never seen you around here. A distant relative. I, I'm helping with things, sorting out his estate. You are up to no good. I can see it. I'm just getting the spare key. You know, the one he keeps in the planter? <sighs> see? I'm gonna call the police if you steal something. Sure. <coughs> God, so much dust. Um. Um. Hello? Joseph? Are you here? My name is Elle, and I need to talk to you. This is stupid. Joseph Costa? What I... the hell are you doing in my house? <gasps> oh shit. Uh, fuck. Um... How the uh, hell did you get in here? Uh, I, 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 I got in through, through the back door, but, um, are you Joseph Costa? Yeah. Holy Who the shit. hell are you? L. Rifkin. I'm a detective, sort of. 
Do you remember what happened the last couple weeks? Do you remember dying? What? Dying? I... Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Joe, 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 stay with me, stay with me, stay with me, okay? How did I... You jumped off the GW bridge. Okay, okay, look. I'll hear you at dead. That would explain a lot. But in no way in hell I jumped. You must have heard wrong. It's in all the papers. You jumped last week. No, no, that ain't right. Are, are you suggesting that someone pushed you? Well, I sure as hell didn't jump. Why are you here? Because of that? Actually, um, I'm here because of a fire at an apartment complex. Hmm. That sounds familiar, but I, I don't know why. I think maybe, uh... Joe? Joseph, stay with me. We're not done yet. How, how did you do that? Do what? Y you called me and all of a sudden everything's solid again. I called you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, my name. You, you called it and now I, uh... I don't feel like I'm fading anymore. What, what is this? Like a like a magic trick or something? Huh. Um. Something like that. But we were talking about a fire. Do you remember anything else? You inspected the building where the fire happened. Do you remember that? We did. I, I don't remember. But if if I inspected it, I, I the wreckage would be in the office. I I can meet you there. Okay. Joseph. Joe, 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 wait, wait, wait. You need to stay with me. Remember, I, I still have a few more questions. I would have left the key in the house. Joe? Hello? God damn it. Of course. Um, key, 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 key. Um. something you need? I'm working on it. And see, I didn't take anything. <laughs> so, I can't sleep. Second night trying and failing. But on the upside, my ability is improving if that's what we want to call it. I can see ghosts on the street and in the subway car. I can even talk to them. Sometimes they hear me, sometimes they don't. They're louder too. It's like they were whispering before, but now they're yelling. I can feel them here. Even when they're not making noise or sending my lights into a seizure, they're just lurking. I don't know what they want, really. Help? What the hell do they think I can do for them? I can't fix death, or even a fucked up life. It's almost funny. I'm tripping over ghosts now, and still none of them are the right one. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
Can I help you? Hi, I'm L. Rifkin. I'm working for Anne and Alice regarding Marion's will. They said it would be alright if I had a look around. Clara, and come in. I doubt you'll find anything, though. Those two have already torn the place apart. Marion's lawyer said he didn't think there was a will. Do you remember seeing anything that might be a legal document? Well, Mrs. Walcott did ask me and Luis, he was her chef, to be witnesses on a document for her. But she didn't show us what it was in it. It could have been a will. And you have no idea where she might have put it? No. Mrs. Walcott liked her secrets. <laughs> like mysteries and things like that. Hidden rooms, compartments. She'd always talked about wanting a secret room put in the house. She could have hidden it anywhere. <sighs> Why would she hide it, though? Do you know? Well, maybe she wanted the girls to uh, solve something, you know, find it on their own. It could have simply been because she died suddenly, though. Didn't have time to put her affairs in order. But without being able to ask her, who knows? Right. Uh, do you mind if I still take a look around? Of course. I'll be in the uh, kitchen if you need me. Hello? Please talk to me. Right. Name. Marion Walcott? Can you hear me, Marion? God, girl. You don't need to shout so loud. Sorry. What on earth do you want? Coming into my home like this? It's about your will. I need to know where you hid it. Hid it? Well, your daughters can't find it. Those stupid girls? They wouldn't be able to find their own asses even with help. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I see. Will you show me where it is? It might stop them fighting. I... don't know. Everything from before, it's... it's like... It's faded. I can remember my insufferable daughters that I made a will, but not... Well, where would you have put something important? I understand you like to hide things? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. For documents, in my desk. Under the edge at the front, there's a there's pad. Press that. There. It's where I would put anything valuable. Oh, you're right. Oh, this definitely won't stop them fighting. Hello? Marion? Fine. Hi, Anne? I found the will. I'll meet you at the townhouse. Payment first. Of course. Hold on. Anne, I can cover this. I know you've been trying to save with Mark graduating. It's fine, Alice. When I get the money, this won't even matter. Where did you find it? In her desk. Secret drawer. Of course. She always loved her secrets. <gasps> this can't be right. Let me see that. It's the only copy. <gasps> this is impossible. I, it looks genuine to me. 
This is all your fault. If you hadn't driven her away... Me! You're the one that drove her away. Always focused on money and nothing else. You were off living a high life, going through husbands one after the other. I was You've had three husbands and you're accusing me? It's nice doing business with you. You're the richest dog in the world, you know that? I have something you'll be interested in, Greg. No, no need for that. I'll mail it to you. Keep an eye out for it. Yeah, it turns out there was a will. Alice and Anne have a copy already. I told them it was the only one. So if they try to destroy it, you'll have a backup this way. Exactly. Good luck, Greg. You're gonna need it. <laughs> Hello? I solved your case, as requested. Though I'm not sure I managed the don't offend them part, but really, that's their mother's fault. Are these really the kinds of people you want as your friends? What happened? Everything goes to the dog. <laughs> Are you serious? Completely, <laughs> and they're furious, so if- Please, can you hear me? Sahar? Is that you? Elle? Elle, what's going on? Eleanor, I need your help. Sahar? Today's episode of City of Ghosts was written by Karina Green and produced by Joanne Foe and Ryan Patch. Sound was mixed by Rick Rush and the Odd House Audio team. Casting by Daryl Eisenberg and Allie Beans at Eisenberg Beans Casting. And I'm Ryan Patch, your director, asking you to connect with us online and subscribe so we can see you next time here on City of Ghosts. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.